how do I know if I actually have a personal injury case? Hmm. And Ali Awad, the CEO lawyer, is here to answer that for you. Typically, I look for three things when I want to take on a personal injury case. Number one is negligence or some sort of malintent from the at-fault party. Number two, there needs to be some sort of injury that is suffered. And finally, number three, I look for a valid insurance policy. But let's get into this a little bit more deeply. Typically, in a personal injury case, you're looking for negligence or some sort of malintent. I'll give you an example. You're stopped at a traffic light and you get rear-ended. It's pretty easy to prove that the person behind you had some sort of malintent or was somehow negligent in hitting you and running into you. But what if you're at a grocery store, right? And you just slip on some sort of liquid substance that's on the floor and you didn't see it. It's a little bit more difficult in that situation to prove that the company was somehow negligent. The reason for that is because you don't know that someone else, another shopper may have just spilled over that container right before you walked down that aisle. How is it possible that the company or the grocery store or the premises is negligent or somehow liable for your injuries when they had nothing to do with it? So those are two examples of personal injury cases. One is a car accident with a motor vehicle accident and one is a slip and fall, i.e. a premises liability case. In a car accident case, we typically know that negligence is presumed when you're stopped at a light and someone rear ends you. But in a premises liability case, it's a little bit more difficult. In premises liability, we're looking for two main things. We're looking for notice and we're looking for knowledge. You have to show that the premises or the grocery store or the car lot or the mall or any other shopping center or whatever it is had some sort of knowledge and notice of the hazard on the property. So I'll give you an example. You're walking in the middle of a showroom floor inside a famous car lot. This car lot knows that they're expecting consumers to come into the store and walk around the showroom floor, kind of take a look at all the products. So they're expecting to have consumers walk in. But imagine if there's a big hole right in the middle of the showroom floor and there was no warning sign, no caution tape, nothing. You're walking around checking out that new Mercedes. Oh, very nice, I like this car. And then you realize, boom, you fall into a big hole. That's a problem. It's very easy to show that the car lot had notice and knowledge of that big hole. It's much easier to prove that type of case. Whereas in the other example, where you're walking in a grocery store and the clear liquid substance just falls on the floor and you slip on it, that's a completely different story. Number two, typically we are looking for injuries. There has to be some sort of injury that's suffered in a personal injury case. Let me give you an example. Last week I got a call on a client that was involved in an accident 10 months ago and he's saying, yeah, I got really bad headaches and back pain and neck pain. Oh, okay, man, I'm sorry to hear that. Did you go to the doctor? He's like, no, man, I didn't go to the doctor. Well, why not? He's like, oh, man, I just didn't think it was needed. Stop right there. It's so important to see a doctor immediately after an accident. That is your proof of damages. That is your proof of injuries. So in all of my personal injury cases, I require my clients to go see a doctor just to make sure they're checked out. If there is no injury, typically it's very hard to have a bodily injury case. But there are other types of injuries besides just physical injuries. There's mental trauma, there's emotional distress, and there's economic losses as well. So let's say for instance, you're involved in an accident and it kept you from being able to go to work for the next two days because you had no car, or you were stranded out in the middle of the road and you missed out on a $5,000 contract that you would have gotten but for that accident. 
right? In those situations, that is a separate and distinct type of injury. You can have mental pain, emotional anguish and distress, and even economic losses. But in every one of those injuries, it is crucial to have proof of those injuries. And number three, a valid insurance policy. I know there are some personal injury attorneys watching this video that are salivating at the idea of a valid insurance policy. But here's the truth, guys. If there is no valid insurance policy, it's so hard to go after someone's assets personally. I'll tell you this, those with significant assets typically know how to shield them. A valid insurance policy means that there is a valid contract between the insurance company and the insured. And you, the injured party, is the third party beneficiary of that contract. The best way to find out if there's a valid insurance policy is pick up the phone and call the CEO lawyer, 833-ALI-AWAD. I'll tell you exactly how much insurance coverage is available, how much we can go after, and the expected value of your case. And remember, those three things are some sort of negligence or malintent from the at-fault party, number two, some sort of injury that is suffered from the injured person, and finally, number three, a valid insurance policy.